I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This is Internet Marketing, episode 17, on Tuesday, the 12th of December, 2006, from the Red Deli Cafe in Brighton, live with Daniel Rells. Today, Daniel, we're talking about e-commerce. Now, the thing about e-commerce is that um, we've talked a lot about sort of the general aspects of internet marketing, how you sort of get people to your site, search engine optimization, email marketing, email marketing, all that sort of thing. But today we're talking about actual, am I right in thinking online shops here, e-commerce? Yeah, it's very much about how you actually process payments online. And it is a bit of a thorny issue because there's several different factors involved and it's not always as straightforward as you'd first hope. So there's a few things to consider and a few different possible options to go for. So um, I think what we'll do is we'll just talk through the possible different options, give people an idea of what they can do and what can be achieved. um, And then point out some of the kind of... uh, pros and cons of each different each different route you can take okay so what's the key elements then of, of an online shop okay obviously key obvious things are you've got a product to sell some description now you need to be able to sell that online so selling a service online probably not possible most of the time so more often than not if you need a physical product or software to sell online okay seems obvious but you need to consider how easy it is to deliver the product you want to sell the next thing is you need some way of people selecting the product they're interested in how many do they want that kind of thing and again that's just a shopping cart most people are familiar with shopping carts people use Amazon that kind of thing but actually implementing your shopping cart can be quite complicated mm-hmm. um, and we're not going to go into that in too much detail but just to be aware there's lots of different versions out there and we'll touch on that again in a moment okay. and then the third and the even thornier issue is payment processing and that's all about okay how do you actually take people's money do you process their credit card do you use a PayPal account how secure is actually taking those details so those are the three real key elements and there's several different stages along the road you can go to actually achieving that. Because that's the real kicker for a lot of people, isn't it? They, that they want to sort of sell something online and that the biggest thing is, oh, heavens, now how do I integrate this? How do I take payment? Have I got, I got a merchant account all this? Sort of how does it all work? Exactly. I mean, at the most simple level, you can set yourself up a PayPal account. And PayPal is just a way of kind of transferring, transferring money online that is used by eBay. So you set up a PayPal account and they have little things called buy me buttons. So you can set up this button on your website and it will literally take you straight through to PayPal, tell them who you are, how much the amount's for, and it will do all the payment processing for you. Now, just a quick question with PayPal. Yep. Um, if, you, if you use PayPal yep. to take payment for your thing that you're selling yep. online, does the person who's buying also have to have a PayPal account to use it? They, if they have one, they can go straight, they can log straight into it. If they don't, they can actually set one up 
when they get there. Um, but it doesn't actually have to be a full PayPal account. It actually makes it a little bit more transparent now that you can set up a, a kind of temporary account to p process the payment. Um, so it's better than it was. It was a bit of a situation where you had to have a full PayPal account. The problem is that PayPal accounts aren't seen as amazingly professional. Although it's a perfectly reasonable way of processing payments, if you went to a big company and they're using PayPal, you'd probably be quite surprised. Is that changing at all? I think it is because there's a lot of uh, medium-sized merchants that are using PayPal now. Um, and as it's become more of a robust kind of solution and more people are used to using it, it's less of an issue. The problem is just using these buttons alone doesn't give you many options. You can't build up a shopping cart, all that kind of thing. So it's very simple. One kind of, one product, one sale. Okay. Okay, what's the next thing then? Um, the next way along is that, okay, you could look at setting up an eBay store. So you can go into eBay, set yourself up as a merchant in there. You can put all your products you want into there. Um, and people can literally go into eBay and buy your products immediately. The problem with that is, that, again, it's not seen as very professional. It won't give you all the options you want, and it's actually on the eBay website rather than being on your website. So you could have an eBay store that's linked to you from your website, but again, you're kind of limited. Um, now, I have heard uh, stories about people losing their eBay accounts. Have you heard of these stories? There are, there are a few problems with it. Um, the, the, the key problems with eBay are there's people buying things that aren't real, so you've got some fraud issues to look into, but that's the same anyway, so that's not, you know, not just eBay. The other problem is as well that people are setting up stores and if they don't do it right, they don't do it very professionally, they don't do it very well, the stores can get shut down, you've got no absolute control over the store at the end of the day. Sure. So you are limited, but generally it's a good, it's a good robust solution if you're on a limited budget and lots of people are making lots and lots of money through eBay, so don't think that it's not a good way of doing it. The problem is with both of those options, PayPal and eBay, you are going to pay quite a reasonable percentage on what you're selling. So it's going to vary depending on how much, you know, how much you actually people are spending with you. But it's probably going to be a higher percentage of each payment than it would be if you did it, you know, through your own credit card processor, through your own shopping cart and that kind of thing. Okay, anything more to say on eBay? Be cautious. Just work out what kind of um, investment you can make. If you can make a higher investment in the long term, you'll probably save money by doing your own store. But in the short term, you need to get to market. There's no problem using eBay. But it just needs to match your brand and feel comfortable with that. So could it be a good way of getting started? Absolutely. But the problem is you'll get a reputation as an eBay seller rather than an independent retailer. So it depends how you want your brand to build up over time. Okay, so let's move on to the next thing. E-roll? It's actually a, quite a different option. It's called Errol. And it's a piece Sorry, Errol. That's quite all right. It's a, a piece of software that you can set up a full kind of shopping cart, um, but it sits on your computer rather than being on a web server alone. You do it on your computer, you edit on your computer, you hit the go button and it uploads all the changes to the server. Oh, is this a little bit like Actinic? It's a, it's a similar kind of thing, yeah, absolutely. Now, Errol's a good solution because it's quite easy to set up and it covers most of the main bases, but you can edit yourself and you can update the store yourself very easily. Okay? But it's, it's kind of different because it sits on your computer. It's a slightly different version. As you said, um, we mentioned another piece of software there. The other one you can also look at would be something like Miva Merchant. Um, Amoeba Merchant does quite a similar kind of thing where you've got a system online, you can log in, you can set your products up, your shipping options, all that kind of thing, and you've got, you've got a control panel to control the whole thing. And this sits on your PC as well, does it? No, th this works slightly differently in that you log into a web server and you've got a web interface to work with it. Oh, so it's an online system? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, but they, much, they do much for much, they do the same kind of things. You have an interface you, you log into, you set your products up, you set up your shipping options, payment kind of methods, all that kind of thing. They both still need integration into a way of actual payment processing mm -hmm. called a payment gateway. And I'll come back to payment gateways at the end when we've, when we've talked about one or two more solutions. Have you got URLs for these companies? Yeah, what we'll actually do is um, we'll post them up on the website. 
on the notes absolutely yeah absolutely so if you go to academyinternet.com go to the podcast center and we'll have a full list of different URLs there. The reason being, there's lots of different software options out there, and we don't want to just say, okay, this is the best one. There's lots of options, and different ones will suit you. The ones we're mentioning, we've worked with, and we're quite happy to kind of recommend, but there are different options to have a look around that. Okay, let's move on to the last on our list, which is custom shopping carts and payway integration. Yeah, there's lots and lots of different shopping cart solutions that you can, um, that are based in various different languages, so PHP, ColdFusion, whatever it is you want to do your web programming in. And you can take that solution, customize it, and then integrate it in some way with a payment processing system. Okay, So this is great because it gives you more flexibility. Depending on what solution you select, you'll have different options. But again, it's the most complicated. You need a programmer to set it up. Um, it will need maintaining and updating. So that, that's, that's uh, we basically, as we've gone down the list, it's got more complicated to integrate the whole thing and set it all up. The last three all need payment gateway integration. So they need some way of actually going from the store itself and the shopping cart to actually sending off the credit card details and saying, are they valid and bringing it back? Okay, how does this work? Two things. You need a payment gateway, which is somebody like WorldPay is the most common one used in the UK. Um, there are dozens. You can actually use PayPal as a, um, as a standalone gateway as well. So you could take your shopping cart, you could plug that into PayPal. PayPal has this thing called IPN or instant payment notification. And that goes in backwards and forwards and does all the payment processing, checks the credit card, tells you if it's valid. Okay? Someone like WorldPay will do exactly the same thing. They'll yeah. take the details, credit card details, they'll check they're valid, they'll do some fraud protection, that kind of thing on it, and then they'll come back and say yes or no and they'll do the processing for yeah. you. But with any payment gateway like WorldPay, you need a merchant account, which nice. is literally a special type of bank account that will allow you to accept credit cards. Even if you had a shop already and you had a terminal in the shop, you're not allowed to use those without a special online merchant account. Lots of people do it, but if you went to your bank and said, I want to accept online payments, there's a totally different setup process. Yeah. Um, anyone with a business account can set up a merchant account, and it's getting easier and easier. It used to take quite a lot of time. So let me just get this right. If, yeah. if you're using PayPal, yeah. you do not need a merchant account. Is that no, correct? No, that's absolutely Okay, but if you're using... Uh, or that also applies to eBay, presumably, as well. Yeah, eBay, exactly the same. Um, that, that'll, that'll cover all those things for you. Hence why you pay a slightly higher percentage, okay. because it, they, they're doing everything for you and all the processing for you. But if you're using something like Errol or Miva or any sort of custom solution, then you need a merchant account. Yeah, absolutely. Unless you take the PayPal route and plug the two things together. So there, there are a couple of options there. But the merchant account will allow you to payment process straight into your bank account. Okay. Um, and there's things to worry about, like chargebacks. So, for example, if it's a fraudulent payment and somebody reclaims it, the bank will take it back from you. Okay. Now, of all of these things, the, somebody like um, WorldPay will take a percentage of each sale, and quite often your bank will take a small percentage as well. Okay. So you need to add up all the options, because sometimes if you're not going to take um, that many payments, you're going to take two or three a month, you're better off just going the PayPal option, yeah. because you'll actually work out cheaper for you in the long term anyway. However, if you're starting to sell lots of items, you need to probably set up your own merchant account. The thing to really consider is look at a few different options, work out the cost of actually implementing the shopping cart in the first place look at the cost of setting up the merchant account the monthly costs of the payment processing and then add it all up and it, it can be quite complicated to look at there's a lot of figures to juggle around and you need to look at functionality as well so um, there is a lot to consider and it is a thorny issue and it's why most people at that stage will go and speak to an agency or a web development company but it's good to be pre-warned and have a bit of knowledge around it so that you can make some careful choices and select what you're going for and be a bit uh, pre-armed that you're not being ripped off at the end of the day. Okay. The other things to really consider is, does the shopping cart offer what you need? 
does it offer all the right credit card processing? You know, if it does it take MasterCard, not Visa. Silly things like that. Okay. Also, does it have the right shipping options? International, do you want to go freight, UPS, all the different kind of possible things you could be doing. Then also, if you sell a product people might send as a gift, does it have the options for sending it to someone else, putting in a note saying this is from a certain person, um, leaving notes, uh, open the gate around the side of the house, leave it there. There's lots of silly things like that you need to consider that might be essential to your customers, but the shopping cart doesn't offer. So if that's the case, you really need to look at a custom solution. The devil is always in the detail, isn't it? Unfortunately, with e-commerce, is particularly the case. It's when you actually start taking orders online, you'll start realising how complicated it can actually get. Because somebody may order something, there's a charge back, they order it again on a different credit card, is the account still existing? There's lots of things to think about. So, And you need to think about security. You're taking people's credit card details, so the payment gateway you're using must be secure. So you need to use a, a kind of well-established one. And your shopping cart software must work with that relevant payment gateway. So you might find, okay, your bank is happy to work with WorldPay, yeah. but your shopping cart software doesn't work with WorldPay. So again, you need to check all the details before you go along. And this is why lots of people do get a kind of consultant involved at this stage. Because you do need some technical knowledge, don't you, to actually integrate these things together? You do. It's not simply a matter of just buying the right things and off you go. You can get the shopping cart and actually literally just getting that working with the payment processing gateway can be very complicated. Um, and it's quite time consuming as well. From actually ordering the the gateway, connecting it up to your bank account and the software. It is all quite an involved process. You do need technical knowledge, HTML at the very least. Yeah. Um, and more often than not, you need a programming programming language like PHP or ColdFusion, something like that. So I can speak from experience, folks. I've been at the coalface here and I've integrated a couple of these things. They're, uh, they're a bit tricky, but they can be done. They can be. And I mean, I've seen it from both angles, trying to do PayPal sites and actually building custom solutions. And an off-the-shelf shopping cart is always generally going to be better than actually trying to start from scratch because I've written solutions from scratch before and you find that there's always something else you need to add and you'll be doing it forever whereas someone else is developing in the background you can just take the features that you need but of course we have to remember we've we've touched on a few sort of um, gotchas and things that you need to be aware of but of course once you've got this thing set up do remember it's absolutely fantastic isn't it because it's basically selling while you're asleep isn't it that's the thing it's quite amazing that you'll find that you've suddenly got a worldwide audience and if you're able to ship worldwide you will if you market it right use the things we've talked about before you can be shipping a product you know wake up in the morning and have 100 products to ship and from a small business point of view that's an amazing thing if you've got a shop somewhere and you've got a limited kind of footfall because of where the shop is you can add a whole new international audience to that shop so it's very exciting it can be it can be a really exciting process when it gets going and you see it start to snowball and start to build up and of course if your product is downloadable as some sort of electronic product that's, that's just amazing isn't it it is because then you take the payment it's in your bank account the product's been shipped and you haven't you haven't had to have too much involvement there's obviously support issues and that kind of thing but you literally can be making when you're asleep money when you're asleep and that's a good way of getting rich can you tell us of a couple of success stories obviously without mentioning company names yeah, I mean, we've worked from very small businesses. For example, um, a local gift shop near us. They, have, they sell a wide range of different products. And they found that obviously where the shop was, there was a certain level of footfall and the business had kind of peaked. And it, even at Christmas, they obviously had kind of peaks of even higher business. But it wasn't really going any further. So they put the store online very slow, literally one or two orders a month, first of all. Then six months, they were getting half a dozen, you know, a dozen orders a day. And that's really, it's taken the kind of turnover of the company up by about 50%. So that's massive, really, when the investment was probably a few thousand pounds, and it's really made a, an impact on their bottom line. 
I love stories like that where a business starts off and, and maybe they don't even really particularly know about internet marketing and they've got a, a physical shop somewhere and then they come to someone such as yourself and, and, and you, they get set up basically with an internet marketing machine and they suddenly go, wow, you know, it's just absolutely amazing. Are there any stories of people that are the other way? That they're pure, they started off as internet marketers? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of different things. We've seen big retail brands that sell, um, that sell products that are well-known brands but they sell through resellers and shops and all that kind of thing. And they've decided to go online themselves and actually you know, sell directly to the customer. But they were very scared of doing it because they thought they're going to be actually cannibalizing their own resellers, the people that are supplying their products. So they've gone in and they've done it under a different name and a different brand. But what they've found is that's not the case. People will stick to the way they buy rather than if they can't find the right brand going elsewhere. So what I mean by that is literally, if they're looking for a particular product, if they can't find it online, they won't then go and buy it in a shop. If they're determined to buy online, they'll buy something else online, a different brand online. Okay, so basically what was happening is, is the customers, the new customers they were getting online, they weren't nicking other customers. They were basically customers that were already shopping online. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And the, the people that were going to buy their brand anyway would, would find it somewhere and would buy it. So for them, it was better to buy directly than it was them to go and find someone else that was selling it. So it works for yeah, many different size companies. I've also seen it where someone has produced some software, you know, one-man band, written some software, started to sell it online, um, started off at one or two pieces you know, a week maybe, something like that, downloads, and then found some affiliate programs that work for them and some email marketing. I was going to mention affiliates, yeah. Yeah, affiliates is a really strong way for a small business to build up yeah. sales. And then suddenly they're, they're doing, you know, maybe not hundreds, but dozens of downloads a day. And even if that's, you know, 10, 20, 30 pounds, if this is an evening business that you run with when you've got a full-time job as well, it's really good additional income. And it's a good stepping stone from going from kind of working part-time on something to working full-time and being self, kind of self-employed. So um, the good thing about internet marketing is you can do it on a small scale and build it up gradually. And I think that really offers people lots of freedom and opportunities within what they're doing. And that's what's so exciting about it. Daniel, thank you very much. Any, any final words on the subject of online stores and e-commerce? Sure. I'd say um, it is a thorny subject and there's a lot to deal with. Don't be too put off by that. Find someone you trust in a consultant kind of role. Um, it doesn't need to cost thousands, but the more you invest up front, generally you're going to have a better solution. So start off small, build it up. Fantastic. Now, listen, folks, we want you to contact us because we want feedback. If you want to contact Daniel, it's www.academyinternet.com. Yeah. Okay, and the email address is info at academyinternet.com. If you want to leave a comment or a suggestion, just email there. If you want to make your own little MP3 or WAV file and email it to us or email a link of it to us, please do so and we will be more than happy to put it on the show. And we will listen to your feedback, folks. But thanks for listening. Have a great time and we'll see you next week on Internet Marketing. Thank you very much. Internet Marketing was brought to you by summitsolutions.co.uk. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.